Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Turn of Events, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nape, the CEO and Creative Director of Nape Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit weddings, pretty much everything. We are doing live events now. It's back. We're excited. If you still want to do virtual, we can help you with that as well. So we do live, virtual, hybrid. Contact us. Happy to talk to you about it. I do have a Facebook group, which is for event and wedding planners. If you are looking to network, build your business, I'm offering free training, 30 years in the industry. So I'm giving you lots of great content and to help you build your business and network and uh, really do some great things in your business. So join us over at the Event Planners Society Facebook group, and I'd love to see you there. I do offer some free workshops, so you don't want to miss out on those, okay? So my next guest I'm really excited about, he is a powerhouse, Damien Norden. We're going to talk about the four universal laws for entrepreneurs. He is a business coach, mindset coach, and mentor to superheroes. He works with dhammapreneurs. These are entrepreneurs who business, whose businesses are unique expressions of their higher purpose. To help them align with the superhero success laws for greater impact and probability. He coaches people to transform their money story to achieve six-figure incomes and live the most authentic and embodied life possible. I'm really excited that you're joining us. Hi, Damien. What's up? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so happy you're here because I love to talk about money and how to do better in your business and get more money. That's one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Yeah. I was just rocking out yeah. to uh, so, rocking out to the music earlier. My song, right? I know, every time I start that, everybody's like in the background going, and I love it. I think it's funny. I always think I'm going to change it, but it, it's fun and exciting and gets us going. Okay. So first of all, why don't you tell everybody how you got into this, a little bit about your background so we can learn more about you. Oh my gosh. That is such a long story. I will give the cliff note version. So yeah. I for 22 years, I was with an organization called the School of Metaphysics, where I learned these laws that I'm going to be sharing with you. I taught them to people. I learned meditation. I was practicing meditation and just a ton of amazing stuff. Everything from the very esoteric stuff, right? Like lucid right. dreaming all the way to the very practical stuff, like being able to focus your attention longer and, and set and achieve goals, be able to actually accomplish things in your life that you want to accomplish. So that was my, like the bulk of my background comes from that. And then when I left that organization some years ago, I started hiring business coaches. I started immersing myself more in that. And I had really done some of my own self-study as far as money goes and prosperity and wealth. And we taught some of that at the School of Metaphysics. So really, it's been this kind of wild. You hear all these people t tell their story of being like, oh, I was in corporate for 30 years. And then I went off and did all this other crazy stuff. I went from being very esoteric and very much this very unique sort of situation to moving into entrepreneurship and business and all this sort of thing, which has been really fun for me to marry those principles together. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in corporate for many years, and then I went in, started my own thing, and it was just because I was bored. The economy crashed, and I thought, all right, I got to do something, and I started a, an event business. So there you go. I didn't really think about doing it, and here I am 12 years later, so it's very exciting, and Lots of things have happened in those 12 years. Great information. So why don't you tell us what is, what are universal laws? It's really laws that affect everyone. And these are like things in nature, things in, in, in consciousness and creation. People know about like the laws of physics, right? There's certain laws of physics like gravity and how things work. That's how we can fly airplanes and send people to the moon because we understand those physical laws. Well, the, the metaphysical or universal law are very similar, except that they apply to how we live our life. They apply to how we manifest things in our world. And, and everybody or most everybody has heard of the law of attraction, which we'll talk about today. And yeah. I'll give you sort of my version of that because I've taken what people have taught about that to another level. But yeah, these universal laws, they apply to everybody and there's different ways that they're described. You can find them in pretty much every book on success 
what, whether they know it or not, they're talking about some version of one or more of the laws. The holy books of the world talk about the universal laws, even though they don't use those words. Every great teacher and every person who's had any kind of success in any field lives these laws. Most people just don't know what they are or what they're called. So what's, what are some universal laws that can help someone with their business? Yes. Okay. So particularly, there's a few I, I selected because I actually teach 13 universal laws, but we're going to talk about a few of them today. So just a few simple ones that we mentioned the law of attraction. That's one that we definitely want to touch on. The law of clear perspective is another one that's super important that we want to look at. That's usually one of the first ones I work with people on. And then the law of relativity is a huge one. And then the law of believing and knowing is also, I would say, super key for people as entrepreneurs. And we can dive into any of those that you'd want to look at. You pick, what, which is like, what would you say is like the most important one? I think they all are probably really important, but what would you pick? The I would say, gosh, all four of those super important. Law of clear perspective is so important because it really dictates that you have to get clear about your values, about what you desire, about what's important to you for anything to happen in your life the way you want it to happen. Now, it's okay if you're not clear for a while, but you always want to have that frame of mind that you're going to get clear, right? That clarity is going to come to you. You're going to do something to bring it to you. You're going to learn how to meditate or meet somebody or get a business coach or do something to start to figure out really what's important to you, right? So that's actually the first one. That's why I teach that one as the first one, because if you've ever been unclear in life, which I have, five years ago, I was very unclear. I was depressed and it's, oh my gosh, things were just a downward spiral, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the, the next one is law of attraction, because everybody, I think everybody, whether they know it or not, and most people know it, Everybody wants something better for their life and entrepreneurs want their businesses to grow. And usually it's not just, usually it's a combination of wanting to express why they came here, what it is they're giving through their business, like your business, you're helping, you're helping people to actually become either, whether putting on events or helping event planners or, or whatever else that you've got with that. But then everybody wants to also be successful, wants to have more money, wants to be able to have more of the lifestyle they want. So with the law of attraction, there's three factors to the law of attraction. They're super, it's really simple. It's so simple. I think most people like overlook how simple it is. And the first factor is really like our state of being, right? How do we feel? Because if you're, when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're scared, when you're fearful, when you're worrying, you're pushing away the things that life and the universe wants to bring you, right? And when you're happy, when you're joyful, and sometimes this can be really subtle too. Like when, like subtly, the, the more you're focusing on gratitude and things that make you feel good, the love of the people in your life, you tend to draw more good to you. And that's, this is all generalized, right? The better you feel and the better you allow yourself to feel, and that can be mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, the better you feel in every way, you attract things to you much easier. It's like everything just gets easier and easier. The, then the second factor to the law of attraction is our the content of our consciousness. It's our thoughts, right? What are we actually thinking about? Because, you know, it, it, and you probably, everybody's probably noticed this if, if you're really paying attention when you're thinking about the things that you don't want, when you're thinking about problems too much, when you're thinking about how like the argument you had with somebody, you tend to manifest more of those things. When you're focused on your desires, when you're focused on the outcomes you want, when you're focused on the purpose for why you want something, it's so much easier to attract it to you. Like we literally start to create it in our minds. And so those two factors are the first important things is that state of being, that content. And then there's a third factor. And this factor often gets overlooked by even like some of the really good teachers of the law of attraction. And that third factor is this individual factor. It's in your inner being being factor. It's like a karmic or ancestral factor as well as like your dharmic nature. And so this has to do with things you need to learn, areas you need to grow in. 
challenges you may have come into this lifetime, like really wanting to understand. And then also the fact that there are beneficial people that are just slated to come into our lives. So understanding these individual factors can be a huge proponent when, once you understand our thoughts are real and that also our emotions and our, our energy is so much of what draws things to us. So those are a couple of the universal laws. We can go into more of them, but I don't know if you wanted to comment on that or ask other questions. Yeah, I think um, I have so many thoughts on it. I, um, it's making me crazy here. I look like I'm shining away here. I don't like that. So you had mentioned about clear perspective. So I know that a lot of people that are in my I have a Facebook group obviously that I mentioned with a lot of wedding and event planners who are starting looking to start their own business and I know that it's hard to have that clear perspective when you're starting to starting a business there's a lot of doubts there and I think along the way I know with me the same thing is I what I got a coach and you mentioned getting someone to coach you and mentor you and that helps clear that out so that was a huge shift for me when I started my business because I had no idea how to price myself. I had no idea how to talk to the clients. What forms do I use? What's the system that I'm supposed to have? I know how to plan events because I had done it for 20 years at that point, but I didn't know how to pull the business together. And running a business is a whole nother event in itself. So my perspective along the way has definitely changed. So I think that my values are still the same, but my perspective is changing and my ideas of how I want to run the business or like my coaching program has been added in. I've been doing that now for seven years. And so that was something I didn't really, I didn't think I was going to do um, that early on, but someone came and asked, can you help me out? So I love to teach and I love to help people. So if I could do it for free, I definitely would. We have to give our, show our values. So we, I always teach that too, is make sure that you're showing your values. So I just think as far as my point is like your perspective can change along the way. Is that true? And that's how you look at it. And I love the whole thing about, I'm very big on, don't put that negative energy out there. Don't say something negative. Oh, I'm never going to get a client. I'm never going to get that job. I'm never going to get, because if you put that energy out, I'm a true believer that's what's going to happen to you. So I always try to have that, those thoughts about, I'm going to get that client and I'm going to get even bigger clients and I'm good again. So all of that stuff, I just don't like to put, I feel like if I put out the universe, I have almost like a superstition about it. That's kind of how I feel about it. So yeah, you mentioned something, you mentioned like, can, can our, can things change? Can our values change? Can our, and, and that's actually another law that I teach called the law of evolution, which is really necessitates that we have to change and, and that we really want to change. And there's always going to be some kind of growth that we go through and it's different for different people even though there are some universal things that happen you talk about people having their midlife crisis or having different things that come up and it's going to look different for, for everybody but everyone goes through growth everyone goes through change everyone go, can go through transformations that's the first thing i would say is it's important that we're actually choosing to grow and choosing to evolve and that's where you got to check in with your Yourself, right you got to check in and listen to yourself that's another law of intuition right you got to be willing to like listen to sometimes very subtle messages that come to us and sometimes they're like loud right sometimes we get we get an illness we get in a car wreck we have some we, we uh, our partner says okay I'm not in this anymore and you're like what and you weren't ready for that but the more that you can the more that you can listen and learn to listen to what's really going on inside of you, then it's much easier to make those shifts and changes and then to go with what you were also saying about putting things out there to the universe. You know, sometimes it's also that can really be sometimes very obvious, but also very subtle. And sometimes we just have this one, this simple, subtle kind of resistance or feeling of blockage or belief that we just haven't quite yet flipped that switch on yet. And I think that's, I think there's always a reason for it. I think there's always a growth 
health-related reason for it. But there's also, you could say this, it ultimately comes down to a choice as well, of being able to make those subtle shifts. I am all about intuition and my gut. I always go with my gut and growth is super, super important. That's why I love to teach people and help them grow. And I'm always trying to be educated. You and I are in a coaching program together and there's a ton of stuff in there to learn from. And even if they're teaching us how to you know, launch our programs and things like that, but there's so much more to it. The marketing, the sales, the branding, and that all comes from, we can incorporate that into our businesses. So I just knew like it was an expensive, it's an expensive program, but I knew that was the right. And so I'm nurturing. I'm always about, I think learning is really important. And I always go with my gut on that. And it, it hasn't steered me wrong yet. So if you're thinking about starting a business and you're not sure about it, that's something that, you know, I think that's, especially if you're really nervous, that means something great is about to happen. I'm a firm believer about that. Whenever I'm like so scared and so nervous, I feel like, okay, that's probably the right thing I should be doing. So like blowing up and then go that direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of ways to listen to yourself, your intuition, your energy. But I think what happens so often with people is that they don't try to accurately interpret those things. In some cases, people just avoid them, right? Like they, they numb themselves out and they make choices that really distract them from that. Yeah, I think anytime a person's really willing to tune in, uh, tap in to listen, Oh my gosh, okay, it's, so it can, can save you not only years everyone, of effort, but also thousands to millions of dollars, depending on, you know, kind of what your, your position is. Everything is yeah, that's right. Is Whenever possible. I get that matter, fear, I want to work through the fear. So when I started this program, the show a year ago, I was scared to I'm not an in front of the camera kind of girl, I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl. But now I'm excited, I can't wait to get on, it feels natural. Essence it's, you know, when I get, I always know that when I have that fear, I get past that fear. I was like, why did I even think that was a big deal? So you know, I always, now that I'm older, I understand that it's, there's a different feeling on the other side of it. So that doesn't seem to, to I, I can work through that fear. So that's the beauty of getting older. One of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. What's more important to business? The mindset or the strategies and tactics? Yeah, so this is kind of, this gets back into the law of attraction Shame a little bit too because I, have a home for my kids I think ultimately the mindset's more important although I teach both and I think you and a lot of the people who understand you have to have both you have to have mindset so that you can be clear so that you can like you said you can keep going even when you're scared or when things are tough and you have to keep feeding that mindset and you have to keep growing it and and some people it's interesting because I try to use different words because mind you could replace mindset with energy you could replace mindset with, with with like emotional intelligence there's a lot of things you could say that mindset is similar to and that encompasses right because you have to pay attention to your emotions your thoughts you got to pay attention to even how your body feels because if your body is your health starts to, 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 to generate or something then that's something to listen to and then i think so so mindset i feel like is more important but it is very important to get that strategy and tactic it's and the ones that work that for you because I found working with clients and, and then so also working with myself too it's to if you have the right mindset but you don't have the right strategy it can be really frustrating because you're gung-ho you're aligned you're ready to go but you're doing things out here that aren't working and then the the other side can be very true too as well where you might have the right strategy but you haven't done that work to really align yourself within so you got lots of you you got an excessive fears you got an excessive doubts so you're insecure right you're maybe or maybe you're constantly fighting with people and so you're just bumping your bumping heads with people all the time so i would say mindset's more important but both are super important to get dialed in so I think I for a to business to, to be successful with my I totally agree. I talk a lot about mindset and I had to in go to my, my program when I'm coaching and, and also so strategy so is I'm a strategic event producer so it's all about the strategy so when it comes to events so I'm big on all of that okay so what is dharma preneur and how a course how can a person become one 
I my mom wakes up and I was like, I love. oh my god, there's Can so much. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dr. 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 yeah, I actually and came up with that is, word a few months ago. Maybe late last year, early this year. This was late last year. It was intuitively came to me because that's the people I work with. So Dharma is a Sanskrit word or East Indian. It's from India. Just like you have the word karma, which basically, if you really want to translate, karma is like our growth, our learning, our indebtedness. It's things that we haven't yet understood. And that's why they come around to us. Sometimes people see it as a bad thing, but karma is actually a great thing because it helps us understand ourselves. Dharma, Dharma is what we've already built. It's what we've already understand. It's what we're already good at. So if you think of StrengthsFinder or you think about your Myers-Briggs, right? The things that make you who you are. Or if you think about your astrology or really anything, human design or anything that makes you who you already are and makes you good at something and the things you're like, hell yes, I can do this. I'm really good at this. My strength zone is here. That's your dharma, right? And you want to, you want to really want to get rooted in your dharma and live from that. If you're going to have a business, you want that dharma to be flowing and you want to be focused there. A lot of people, myself included, I've been guilty of this. We can get distracted by trying to strengthen every flaw and get better at things that we don't have any business focusing on. Yeah, yeah, we can turn over to other people. Like you can pay someone, you can partner with someone. You can find like a, a way to get, let them do that because that's money. their dharma. So yeah. to be a dharmapreneur <laughs> is an entrepreneur who is completely focused yeah, in so his or her strength zone like, and his or her higher purpose and is so living that completely. I've had lots of times where I've made a lot I of money and I had no money. It feels right, yeah. It's like, how did that happen? And then I always, I'm all big on delegating. How do you get to I don't want to be an expert in Facebook ads. I love to market, but I have a marketing team that helps yeah. me because so I just me, don't want to, my expertise is work, dealing right? with the clients, getting the events, sort of more of the sales side of it. So and then my coaching program, I definitely try to stay in my lane and I've learned and so that early on. And you, you can advance more. I feel like the more money, I know it costs money to, to get people to help you, but then you can grow the business more. I know every time I put money into my business, it's growing. So that's but it definitely works. So how can we attract more money into our life and, and then you eat the ice cream again mm. and then you're yeah. like on control yeah this is good and, and again we're, we're using the, these different laws as like a foundation here so again talking about attraction and this works a little bit different again for different people because there's universality but there's also individuality and so universally having a greater focus on money right that's one way to do it where you're thinking positively more about it you're imagining what you would do with that money the lifestyle you have the creations how you can help other people with that money that's that content piece again also just feeling better about money most people I found most people in the United States states anyway or the western world have these blocks around money because it's been ingrained in us and that might have been from our parentage and our society and our culture growing up where people around us were either poor or the money was hard or the money doesn't grow on trees or different all these attitudes and thoughts yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah a lot of bullshit about money that is just ingrained in us and one of my business coaches made this point too which i had noticed before he made the point but i was like wow if you look at the movie Titanic, like, and it shows are, like, the wealthy people as being unhappy, why? and the poor people are poor, but they're really happy. The which is, is kind of like not to say that you being you rich that? makes why? you instantly happy, but being poor that? definitely doesn't make you instantly happy. So I think so much of it is getting around these money blocks, or transcending them, or understanding them, and being able to focus on wealth, on abundance, on money, and allowing it to move into you. So I'm a big proponent of whatever you've got to do. Some cases that's immersing yourself in in, in books and people who teach about this sort of thing. I teach about this. I teach people how to release these blocks and to to, to really see money in a way that is whole and powerful and helpful. And then sometimes there's just things inside of us that maybe doesn't even have to do with money. 
I'm that's in the, keeping I'm the money away. Sometimes it's, it's our relationships that are not so good. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's other I areas of our life so that we have put off. In some cases, so it's because a person's not doing what like makes them happy. I, I really am a huge believer that when you follow your bliss, money can come in much easier. It might not come in instantly, but it can come in way easier than if you're just like grudgingly and drudgery doing something that just Right? Yeah. And that's why you don't doing love something like that. It's uncomfortable. If it's not how you do it, and you don't, it's uncomfortable. Literally so love I think people it. Think don't that do it. It's like magical it's in that. Oh, there it is. All it's of a sudden, very and it has me. But it's like doing it for a hundred years. So I feel like I was. That was what I was born to do. It was like even in school, I was the girl who planned and got everybody together and did all that. So if it's not in your goals, if it's not your passion, and what's something you truly love, you're not going to be excited and wake up every day to work. It not I do love to work. I love so I get excited about, about okay, what's on this calendar today. And the right? so may not always be it may that not always not be a great day. Or, and great some days are more stressful or, than others. You know, whatever it looks for the like. most part. So, right? I, I love it. I love running my business. I love running the business and with all the ups and downs, and there's always one of these. Yeah, what do you I, Also, what I want yeah, to say so about you money just, is, like, so what you do is I know when I first started the business, I was afraid to look at my bank account. I mean, for coffee, and that's like really what this year feels like. Cushy job, and we allow it to take my own office for a moment so we can really cry about it or yell about it. I was miserable. I was bored out of my mind. And I wasn't happy. And I hated all the people that I worked with. Okay, and now I work with that and so kind of emotions are like I do this, and that's like, what I like I get to work right? with fun like, people who love what they do and, and we're all just having a good time and working really hard but when I, I started looking when not at my so money great, and I started also doing non-profit first which is a great paying myself first which is important it made a difference when I followed the money and paid attention to my bank account is there really made a difference and I didn't think that was possible that's so spot on yeah that's so spot on I love that how can we make um, okay, so where should someone start? How do we start doing this? How, what I think are your suggestions on that? Figure out what you yeah, really I feel like want. We, we, we've been touching on some of this already because short. They minimize I, I always what go they, back to the universal laws. I go back to mindset and I start only there. Decide they want something because they again, they like we were just describing, if you're not happy with what you're doing or if you're not around the people you want, it's very hard to be able to get things moving. Like you don't even want to be doing do you it. Want you want to be traveling the world. So I think you that's so much part of also being a dog entrepreneur. Is there a passion that you have inside <laughs> of you that, that, that you're afraid to go after? You've got to first love what you're doing. Nine to five you've got to, and a lot of it's so funny because yourself. I can remember way really back. Want? And when you I tap remember, into gosh, that, this was like right after high school. I was talking to a friend of mine who was a couple years younger than me. Yeah, that would be nice. She was like, I want to go. I want to go to massage school and do massage. We don't want that. I guess I'm just going to go to college and do all this other stuff. So I can fall back okay. on it in case and write out work. as many things and as I've heard so many people I, that was like really I remember that maybe really the first want. time I really start heard someone talk that way but since pictures. then I've heard people really start to talk that way my whole life and people are always like oh I'll do this but I'll have all these fallback plans it's, it's fine if you want to have that but you're really cutting yourself off instead of just saying I'm going to find a way to do what I absolutely love and I'm going to I'm going to make this I'm going to find this a way to make it profitable. Here. So I think very the first, is, people have to be all in and they have to be willing to take risks. Okay. Because so imagination is if, if you're not willing to take some kind of a risk, constantly I mean, using our there really is no reward. you got to have some. That doesn't mean active. you have to be if reckless or do something foolish or just plain stupid. I'm not advocating that. But certainly you have to start with the mindset and the growthful thinking and the attitude this is really what I love. And if you have figured that out, you might take some time to do that, happening. or maybe then you try something, it's almost like you're and in the process of trying something, you have the car, you find out, oh, you can I don't really car, like this, you can but this other thing has come into my life, and this is perfect So think of the emotion as the gas in the car. The first step really is that, that follow your bliss, and then from there, I just, we both of us have mentioned this, 
and finding so what, a coach so that works for you are, or a business coach there's a lot or somebody who can help COVID you with the strategies and the tactics and, and maybe some of the mindset the, uh, or maybe some of the other areas that you need because what, having someone about, like, who's come before you, there's, there's not, you can't get much better than that. Having someone who can say, okay, look, this is going to help you more or I'm going to save you some time here and being willing to follow some of their advice. Of course, this is someone you hopefully already trust because you've been around them, you've researched them, maybe you went to some of their events, someone you can really connect with. But every coach I've had has helped me to make more money, has helped me to relieve stress about my business, has helped me make better choices about my business, and so I just can't even advocate enough. Are you doing right weddings? Are you doing big lavish parties? Are you doing book launches? Are you doing a combination of these things? What do you do? And I think the key is how do you serve. So I think that you are a, I feel like if you're like a planner, if you're an event planner, that's something that's inside of you. You clearly already have skills, a skill set, a knowledge desire that is pulling you you. This is interesting. I feel like I could be really good at this. I really want this. I okay. was in tears and when so I first started my business because I couldn't you, get in. And literally, desire is, I was willing okay, to pay so let that. Me just back I'll up pay you what you want. Is what is your fee? You and they didn't want any part of it. Universe, and by the funny God, thing by is, source. a couple of them, okay. It's in and it. this is a really funny so story. It's literally a like the desire wants to come out and be you at the time and I followed and if your desire wants to come out and be expressed as an event by you not ignoring that, you're basically like fucking And I was like, okay, am I allowed to say that? They you're basically like telling the universe, universe to screw up, and so I and just you're basically the way, telling the part of you that, that has a, this desire. And, um, you're like, I've no, you can't have that. So now, years what happens is you're um, more resentful in your in your job. You're not as fulfilled. You're in the wish of what it could be, but it's not. You're living in fear, so your vibration is low. But I just remember the first time that I actually got a job that you're gonna. Attract what you want. What happens is, which really interesting. Thought, oh my gosh, say you're someone amazing. who desires just, an event planning business. Definitely you meet a net. And that all of a sudden comes into it. your sphere. It's really like, can't. Wait a I just second. Think you just I think I want this. I really think I want to do this. Right? Into it and the mindset now the universe sends you someone who could show you, teach you, guide you as a possibility of, oh my gosh, this now could be a possibility. So you got to really want it. That's the first thing. you got to really want it. Because you've been there. What it is you wanted to look you've been and then trust that this you, is where you were we that work person with the invisible. Who you wanted help. Trust Nobody that would help you. this was you all you were guided to. You finally found you some guided, people who, who would. And now you're willing to pass on these decades of wisdom that you've built over the years because nobody, of running events and planning events. We came into each other's lives. I feel like that was like a whole thing. I just want to say that because I feel like anybody listening really wants to learn about planning needs to come to you. I just feel like you've got it. We can't know it before we take the job. So we have to make it. Information. So here we are, right across me, Why do you do all that? Why do you coach all your friends and take your business? Say, yes, there's first of all, there's so much all work out there natural, for everybody. And so what we really want to do is we want to, this is where God works with faith, right? Universe works with faith. Spirit, whatever you want to call that energy. But it works through faith. You're living in fear by saying no. So you are living in faith by saying And you don't go from probably this, right? You don't go from zero to having 50 employees work and under you right overnight and, and so you have to have the trust, the faith, going with your intuition like and the guidance of it all, knowing that it's all going to unfold exactly as it's meant to. The people that are going to guide you, that are going to reveal your next step is going to come. You must be in that faith and trust. Otherwise, what you're really asking is for a guarantee on how it's going to look and it doesn't work. Manifestation doesn't work. Now it does. It was a big Every time and we were pretty much done, I had, I had no idea one, how to run but it's my a bad story. I mean, those are the best stories. The worst stories are what everybody learns from a business so management degree I used to and teach marketing. Course at I had no clue. And didn't teach me how to run a business. All these nightmare so stories. There's not a lot of come and help, but I would tell stories. Every time, and those are the best. Those are the way in my business. I need and things along the way. And it's always come to me. And it was not too many, but there's always been a cost. I want to talk about the year of money. I just want to talk Coaching is super, super money, important. All right, so where does money every single person, when I do my launches, when I do my workshops, there's so many of them want to be in, um, in my 
go into my program, but they're all now. afraid so of the money. They all say I don't have money. Uh, and nine times out of ten, and it's not the case. It's class. just that fear of doing it. But every time I spent money and put it into my business, wonderful things have happened. It's scary. It's sad. But I always go with my gut. See, it feels like the gut is part of that manifesting thing that goes. But every single time I've done it, it's brought me... I always I try to take a, way, a step back and say, okay, this that. may so not I've have been worked in out, myself but all this other and stuff some money in this person wasn't right what I thought, but from that person, I found all these other things. Yeah. There's a whole exactly. bunch of it out there. There's a lot of ways you can you use may not it make money directly when you get it, and some but people would say to me, there's so many other amazing things. Is it real? Is this cryptocurrency real? Isn't it just like electronic numbers and stuff? And I'm like, what do you think? So money is just energy. So if you're someone who believes everything is energy, right? Cash, then money paper, is also just energy. Yeah, and yeah. so what happens is we project we no the fears in an automated way. Currency. I don't have the money. However, the gold standard. it was once it's, said it's to me by on, a mentor. It's based I, on what, trust, really. Put it? I think he put it like, if your children yeah, it's based need on it, like, values. so say so whatever you want to do is like everything. All money is made up. And you're like, I don't Unless you have a gold coin society where you're literally paying with silver and gold or something. Money is just if your up. child so needed five thousand dollars because you had to save his or her life, you can create as much of it as oh you want. Gosh. You can attract as much of it as you I'm want. So and so I think as people start okay. to recognize and do like thought experiments where they're like, my okay, went off too when I said maybe I make that's okay. no worries. fifteen dollars an hour or twenty five dollars an hour, hundred dollars an hour, and this other person made If your children, if your child needed something, needed you to save her or his life, you needed to come up with five thousand dollars. Would you be but like, sorry, it's too expensive. To, if they needed a surgery, would you be like, that's too expensive? Experiments and exercises. No, you would all of a sudden change your mindset. Like, You'd be like, how am I getting I that $5,000? You'd be taking out loans. You'd be borrowing. You'd be asking people on the street for $5 just to come up with the $5,000. You would take out a credit card. You would be like, you would do everything and anything that you could do to come up with that money. Because it's that important. And so when he said that to me, Change everything because what I find happens more money is we don't take ourselves seriously. And the truth is, it's not about the money; it's about we're scared yeah, of committing to ourselves because so and committing to our dreams. Because if we commit to ourselves authority. and commit to our dreams and we put our money where our mouth is, we then need question. to show and up. Really and we don't trust ourselves. We a lot of us don't trust well. ourselves enough to show up. And so you have to be able to do that. So it's never really about the money. We say it's about the money, people, but it's not usually about the money. And the truth is how that meditate, how the journal, money comes in in quote loads if you're right? open because to receiving it, if you feel and deserving and worthy. There is a worthiness factor around and your, your standard, right? If you have a standard of living that you've always had and you will take a stand for what you desire, what you deserve, what you want, you usually will not go under that level of your standard. You, but when you you've only lived a certain it's, way and or you're sacrificing compromise too, when you're starting a business, there is hard, it is hard work. You are learning. You have to be in the growth mindset and be open to be coached and taught and learning and you right? don't have as much a lot. Doubt, Let me right? tell you, you for the good part of my my business, I was running my business while I was working full time and being a parent. So it wasn't like I decided to go to coaching school and never had a job know, again. Yes, for a little while, I wouldn't have a job. I'd be doing my business. Then those old paradigms would come in and I'd have to go get another like job to make ends meet while I was running my business. I put in a lot of work and it's are you willing and are you able? I was willing and able because the truth is that time, I know that I'm living my calling. Events, so if for yeah. your people, yeah, right? I, if I event producing is, a, is their calling, the it's their passion, all, it's their soul's purpose. To, they to feel that is like what they are meant to, to do. Then it would be silly to let anything stand in your way. Never mind money. It's so true. I did events for so long. Twenty years I was in the business before I realized I was. I didn't have an entrepreneurial mind. My parents weren't like that. Nine to five. Make no money. And they bitch about it every day, and they're miserable, and they can't travel, they can't barely afford anything. That's what, what I came from, and What's so of course, that's I was lucky enough to do even when you go, take a different path. 
I, I did get my education, which is really important. When I decided to move to New York 21 years ago, before I left Los Angeles, because I'm originally from Michigan and I lived in LA for 17 years and then I'm here now. So before I did that, I knew in my gut that New York was going to be really good for me. I didn't. I knew that I was going to make more money here. I just didn't know. Of course, I'm spending a lot, but LA is not cheap either. But um, I just knew that it was going to be the right thing for me to do. And when I started my business, the same thing. I didn't really know. I'm smart enough. We're all smart enough to figure it out. You guys figure it out. But when I made that decision to, like, so last year, my business this is to shut down again. Do. I feel like that I have to start all over, which life. is insane. I, I put all those years into my business into and getting me going. But I still kept the networking. We right. went on to Zoom and I still in, tried to do what I, I had like to most do. Entrepreneurs but then I decided to spend $18,000, which is like the most insane thing when you have your business shut down and you decide to spend money because I didn't know. Was I going to be able to have a business? Was I going to be able to turn this around? But I knew that I had that really this coaching want. program that yeah, I had for me. I've been coaching for many years, but I wanted to take it and make it a, a, one to many. And so I just knew that's something that I was really going to love and I wanted to do that. And was my, if the opportunity was there to do it because I had the time to focus on it. But as soon as that started, then everything started to pick it up. But that's okay. So, But I learned so much from it. It's really, I have to say that is like a great point that you're saying because this is the thing about Money, it wants to be circulated. Money does not want to be stagnant. The energy is money. So think about a hose, a garden hose, and the water. When you get the kink in the hose and then it trickles out, right? Think about you are the hose and money is the water. If you are holding on to it, holding on to the money because you're afraid to spend it, because you're afraid, you're in scarcity consciousness. You are not in wealth consciousness, right? If you if the water were to back up and it not be able to go anywhere, what's eventually going to happen? The pipe is going to burst. Something's going to happen, and now the water's everywhere, right? And so the key is that there's money wants to be circulated. It's it's. I have a mentor who is saying like that. She has a mentor who is saying she always leaves her bank account to zero. Because it's like so the, the money goes in and it goes really out. It comes in, it goes out. It comes in, it goes out. It's not meant to be held and and to be right because that's fear. It's like the money always comes. Yes, you have to spend it. You have to invest in it. You have to. A hundred percent. You cannot make money unless you invest your money. hundred percent. I can't say that enough. I spend money like crazy. And, I, and the more so I spend, the more I make. Uh, yeah, yes. more to me. So we're all in different mindsets about money, and I need a whole bunch of money in the bank to feel right, or I'm all right, whatever that looks like. So just know in your business. And I want to say something that you had said about believing in yourself. When you believe in yourself, everybody's going to feel that. The confidence that you put out, everybody is going to feel that. I may have really bad days and people are like, oh my gosh, you I would have never known. But it's just, you just exuding that confidence. And when I presented, when I first started the business and I know a lot of the planners in my group, they talk about the, they're so nervous. Every time I coach somebody, they're all nervous about presenting that $10,000 proposal. Right. At the end of the day, you, you deserve, you, you work hard for that money. You're, you're you need to get paid for what you're, you're worth and you need to think about, about what you're worth. Everything. So you're, when you you're believe in yourself and now I'm at the point where, and you've made such a good point about that is I take a stand now. Like even this year I've gotten, because look, last year we gave great deals, right? We're in the middle of COVID. We want to keep the business going. All my colleagues, we cut our prices. We did all that. That's not happening anymore and, you and I literally had I had a client last year and I I was very low in fees but I went back to my fees and I stuck to my guns and I they could have not hired me back and I literally I think we quadrupled the fee because this is what you have to pay us this is what and they value that so that's great you just have to find the clients that value what you're worth and so I'm getting so much better about that and it, it happens all along your career you guys it doesn't even if you've just started or you've been in for 20 years or 30 years or whatever that is it's still there but when you 
you start to feel like this is what we're worth and this is what you have to pay me or find somebody else, then it really makes a difference. I mean, I feel so proud about that for me to make a stand in what we're worth and the value. And that all seems to, it brings other people to you. hundred percent. That's the thing. And I think you, you said it and I love how you said it and you said it beautifully. And another way to think about when you're like proposing a number, right? So I have high numbers as well. I'm a four and five figure coach. And, um, I base the number off of the transformation you're going to receive. So, right? Like, you can get someone less expensive. You could get someone more expensive. It's just a matter of, like, it's, and so it's not about me, because you're not investing in me when you do this work. You're investing in yourself. And then you're going to, right? And then when you commit and invest in yourself, that's how, where the transformation begins. And so when you're, like, create a package and you're having to give a number, it's take yourself out of it they're giving the money to you it's that they're investing in themselves and their businesses and the things that they want and this is the kind of result they want at this level ten thousand dollar level it's so it's and so when we take ourselves out of it it's no longer about us it's about them it's all about you it's you want to have a ten thousand dollar experience do you want to have a five thousand dollar experience do you want to have a twenty five thousand dollar experience what kind of experience do you want yeah we can make it work and then so true and then the other thing that you were saying about just that the when you so I raised my prices all during COVID so I actually was at a lower rate and I started raising my prices during COVID and I've never been busier and what happens is we think when we raise our prices it's going to scare the people off and it will it'll scare off the people off who only want to pay x amount of dollars right but what exactly what you said is all these new this flow of new people come in that are like where have you been all my life oh, i want you and and i want to pay more for you i want to pay more it's like yes, do you have a bigger package it's yes. like, i'll get back to you let me, let me, let me know. <laughs> yes and so it's not a, and that's scarcity i got to keep my prices low because people are well, i'm going to lose people just like energy, it's like when people come, we just have to be in what we know, how we serve, who we are, and how you serve that confidence. Right. Who are you, and how do you want to serve? And right. then that's it, putting the money attached to it. It's so true. Okay, so we did talk about technique. You did mention some techniques like making a list. Is there anything else that you want to touch on? That? You got to do the imagination piece. You got to do the self-image piece, meaning like who you are. So that is like a practice. You need to emotionally be activating in that. So that's a practice. And then you willfully need to keep, because what's going to happen in the beginning when you first start trying to manifest is your mind's going to order, go back to the old mindset stuff, right? It's, oh, I want that beach house. Oh, I, I'm, how am I ever going to get it? You're going to think, how am I ever going to get it? Oh, that's such a long way off, right? You're going to go right back into what you don't want. We need to, we, that is where the will comes in. We want to practice staying focused on the thing that you want to create and just in the feeling of it. That is how we work from the inside out versus working from the outside in. The how is not your business. That's a really hard one for a lot of people to get. Yeah. Yeah. The how is not your business. It's not your business. <laughs> I love that. And so if someone's trying to do it, they're trying to manifest and they're not getting the results, what are they doing? So the first thing is you're probably they're like, thinking, but wait, they're thinking they're doing something wrong, but are they doing something wrong? So uh, it depends. So if you're like one of those people who I was like this person, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where, why, where, wh how come it's not here yet? What's, what am I doing? Why isn't it here? You're in doubt. And when you're in doubt, you're in resistance. And when you're in resistance, you're in fear, you're not going to get it. And when you're in fear, you're not going to get it. Guess what? You're not going to get it. And that's why it takes so long. In order to quantum leap, right? That's my specialty is like quantum leaping. When you want to quantum leap your manifestations and your results, you need to nurture the belief. And so you need to be in the law of assumption. You're just assuming it's going to happen. You feel it's going to happen. You see it's going to happen. You nurture that belief. Nurture for that belief. You're never going to ask, where is it? Never, ever. You're never going to question what's going to come in time. You just know it's going to come. And we, anytime the question of, because it will, your mind will mess with you. It'll be like, where is it? Why is this taking so long? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. We're going to push that all away. Like we're not, we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on really nurturing a belief of what we want to create. And you'll notice yourself when you're thinking like this, it's like, 
it's heavy and dark and hard. But when you go into what I want, all of a sudden it feels like, ha, huh, expansive and fun and exciting, right? And that's where you want to keep pivoting towards. Yeah, that's great, great advice. And how can I change my energy vibration from low to high? Yeah, so what you want to do is you want to transmute any what seemingly negative feelings are or vibrations by welcoming them in to your system, like feeling them, allowing them, and then we want to transmute those into like your power, your purpose, your profit, and then we want to pivot towards, again, the things that we want. We are always refocusing on what we want. But what happens is like we, a lot of us, I feel like, I don't know when it started like the always being positive, always thinking positively, always showing up positive. A lot of times what we've done is we've learned to suppress the negative feelings because we think if we don't feel the negative feelings, we're going to not be in the vibration of manifesting. And it's actually not true. What's true is that we're humans and we have emotions. And sometimes those emotions are negative. We need to honor those, acknowledge them, transmute those, and then we those move out so we can be in the vibration, the higher vibration. When we suppress, then we're in the lower vibration. So we want to transmute those. We'll get ourselves in the higher vibration always by focusing on the thing that we want and what we want to create. That's awesome, awesome. Yes. And how can I manifest more quickly? Yeah, so the more... the 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 faster you believe that you're going to get the thing that you want and that belief, the faster it's going to come. If you can believe it's going to happen, it's only the lack of belief that keeps it from coming. That's so good. Let's end it there. (laughs) That's it. Love it. If there's anything else you want to share, I just adore you and thank you so much. And you're such a great asset to my life. And I'm so glad that you've come into my life. And um, just, I love everything that you teach. If you guys want to check. So why don't you tell everybody how to find you? Let's get them into your Facebook group. Get lots of great motivational things going on. How do we get them? Yeah, thanks. So I, my group is called Sacred Feminine Visionaries. So you can find me on Facebook there. We're actually running a pop-up one-day training called Be a Money Magnet. And so you can come and do that. That's on June 1st. You can register for that if you're interested. I'm on Instagram at Danielle Margraf. And where else am I? I'm on Clubhouse at Manifesting Mama. But yeah, no, we would love to have you. We do everything mindset, manifestation. We talk a lot about money, vibration, frequency, business. So yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me because I didn't realize it was your one year anniversary. I didn't either. I'm so happy that you're the one. Oh my God. One year. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. I love you so much. And I just have to say that when I started this, I was so scared about doing, coming on video. I hate video. I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl, but I thought I need to get in front of people. I need to share all the great knowledge that I've earned over the last 30 years. And, and this was a way to do it. So I started this interview and I I teach this with my planner. So I started this interview show And of course, my industry was falling apart. So I thought, let's just bring people in and give tips on what they need to do right now. And how do we turn our businesses around? And how do we keep our event businesses going? And it came up on my memory this morning on my phone. And I was like, oh, what a perfect day for it. Because I just, I love you. And I just, I love what you teach. And thank you so much, Mara. That's so sweet. No, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so it's my one year. So I'm just so excited. We have so many other great people that have been on and more to go. And I I do it every Thursday at one o'clock. We try to. It depends on holidays or. Yeah, yeah. Go with the flow with it. I don't put too much pressure. But I remember when I first started, I would sit. I was just thinking about it today because, like, at five minutes till, I didn't have my light up. And I was like, oh, I need to put the light. I didn't panic. I just put the light up. And I first started. I literally was ready for like an hour and a half and I would just sit in front of this <laughs> and I would freak out and I would be like so nervous and I would be fixing my hair like a hundred times. Oh my God. It's so funny. So when you do things and you get more used to doing things, and I talk about this all the time, it gets yeah. more comfortable and it's second nature. So don't be afraid. And the one thing that I do want to say about the manifestation is don't give up. Keep going. Oh, don't, don't give up. up. You have consistency is everything and everything. And the universe loves speed. So if you have a desire and it's just do it. I agree. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. 
I love you to pieces. I love you too. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye.